2: is loose. Touchdown, Elks. Trade forward into the end
0: zone. Edmonton's home for great stories, local heroes, and everything you need on the Oilers and Elks.
3: This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates. Alberta injury lawyers. The heavy hitters of injury law. Oh, have you heard the news, folks? The NHL regular season is underway the games count in the standings in fact one game has already counted and that was tampa bay knocking off nashville 5-3 entertaining game they kind of went back and forth especially in the uh, third period the team's combining for six goals in the third four of them scored by the lightning kucherov got the first goal of the season and then he got the last goal of this game into an empty net so 5-3 the lightning beat the predators Connor Bedard is now officially an NHL player as Chicago is playing Pittsburgh. Uh, Bedard so far tonight with three shots on goal in six and a half minutes. His Blackhawks trail. The Penguins one nothing after the first. And later on tonight, the champs raised the banner. The team that seemed like they were the stars of Monday Night Football last night. My goodness, ESPN mentioned the Golden Knights a lot. And they had... Jack Eichel with the Stanley Cup on during halftime. The Golden Knights will play the Seattle Kraken. So three games today, of course, the Oilers in Vancouver to face off against the Canucks tomorrow. Our coverage, Oilers now at 5 o'clock tomorrow. And then I go, uh, I bring you the face-off show at 6:30 and the game will start at 8 Jack Michaels on the uh, play-by-play tomorrow night. Yes, I do think Jack Michael or uh, Jack Michaels. I do think Jack Well, Jack Michaels will have a great season. I think Jack Campbell is going to have a great season. And uh, maybe that's my slightly outrageous prediction for this season, but we just did the predictions with, uh, with Bob Stoffer and Jack Michaels and Brendan Escott on the tail end of Oilers now. And Bob said, give us all a sleeper. And I said, Jack Campbell. I, I don't think this is a mirage, what we saw in the three preseason starts. I, I think he got last year's kind of mess with his equipment sorted out. And uh, I think he seems better mentally. He looks better technically. And uh, I think he's going to be one of the top goalies in the NHL this season. Now, top, what do I mean by top? I said Vesna candidate. So to me, that's six or seven. You know, top six or seven guys, guys who are going to receive votes for that award. And why not? And you know what, folks? As I've gotten older... As I've become a more grizzled and wisened Reed Wilkins, I, sometimes I'm just like, choose optimism and I'm optimistic about what Jack Campbell is going to do so there it is that's that's what I'm saying that he's going to have a big season and I, I do think and I, I this is nothing against Skinner who I still think is going to have a great career and uh, have a pretty good season but I, I think Campbell's going to take that crease back as the number one goaltender this season you can let me know what you think at 780-496-0063 that is the hotline presented by Certainty, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation and ceiling systems teed Pro all the way you can also email the show in Inside Sports at 630ched.com. Also, want to update the baseball scores. Well, there was a blowout, and there's a blowout in the making. The blowout was this afternoon. Astros over the Twins, 9 1. So, Houston leads that series two games to one. And the Rangers, already up 6 0 on the Orioles after three innings. They're trying to sweep that series. Orioles, excellent regular season, but they might go bye-bye tonight. Rangers 6, Orioles nothing after 3. Speaking of becoming a little more grizzled and a little more wizened and a little more weathered, that could be a good description for the Edmonton Oilers. They've been in the playoffs four consecutive years. Early exit in 20, early exit in 21, to the conference final in 22, and then a second-round exit last year against a very good team that just might have been a little more grizzled than they were, the Vegas Golden Knights, who went on to win the Stanley Cup. So I asked Jay Woodcroft if he sees an older and wiser team when he stands in front of his group this year
0: you couple the fact that we have a lot of really skilled players and skilled players that have gone on a journey of a regular season. Some of them are at eight, you're eight, you're nine, you're 10. Um, and as you go, they maintain their skill, but they gain experience. So the, uh, I, I'm a firm believer in experiential learning. Um, you pick up some scarring along the way. I don't see that as a bad thing. Um, I think that is how you learn. um, And we can talk about it all you want, but until you're in those situations, until you live and breathe those situations, um, it feels different. So I like the look in the eye of our group. I like the fact that they came back early and demonstrated to each other how important it was to be ready for training camp. I like the fact that they've put in a ton of work in training camp. Now it's on us to go out and execute starting tomorrow night.
3: All right. Uh, I like how he put that. And there are young players on this team, but I, I would not call this a young team. As he said, you have key players in year eight, year nine, year 10. You have players who not only have dealt with playoff disappointments they have dealt with those playoff disappointments together especially you know the team hasn't really changed that much over the last two years uh, since the team that made it to the conference final and, uh, and lost to Colorado a couple of years ago a, a lot of those players are are here and have been through this together, or maybe they've been through it. I mean, Jack Campbell, another example, he had some playoff disappointments with the Leafs. So there's, there's players who have been through the muck, so to speak, and uh, they, they know what the bitter taste feels like when it doesn't go your way at the end of the season, and, and I think that's something key to remember as we move along. As this is, uh, I, I I'm comfortable saying it, and Connor McDavid was asked about it today. On paper, is this the best Oilers team you've ever started a season with?
1: I certainly feel that way um, you know it feels the most um, mature I think you know I've said this a couple of times everybody's kind of in their prime there's no um, wondering what the game's going to feel like out there um, you know we know you know everyone in this group has has uh, played lots of years in this league and, and uh, you know and our young guys I think have gotten off to a great start and, and, and Holloway and Broby and, um, you know so like I said I think our group's in a good spot Um, That doesn't mean a whole lot until the the game starts, so I'm looking forward to that.
3: Well, and I I think it's going to be a good test to start the season playing Vancouver twice. I do think the Canucks are going to get into... If you want me to give another individual outrageous prediction, how about Rick Tockett for Coach of the Year with the Canucks? I I think they're going to get in. I I think uh, they have enough talent up front. I think Quinn Hughes on the back end is really going to emerge this season. Maybe some of you think he already has. I think he's going to find another level this year, and uh, I think they have solid goaltending as well. So I think this is a good team to start the season against because I think it's another playoff-caliber team that is determined to start its season better after how poorly they've started the last two. So uh, anyway, uh, that's uh, some thoughts there from McDavid, the best uh, Oilers team on paper that he's ever had, at least the start of the season. I think that's, I don't want to say it's not debatable, but I I, I think it's pretty uh, strongly defensible. Okay, Uh, Zach Hyman, of course, going into his third year with the Edmonton Oilers and for the third consecutive year he will appear on inside sports the night before the start of the regular season Uh, we touched on a few different things including another venture that Zach is involved in away from the rink but of course I, I started out getting his comment on the excitement of a new year starting
1: yeah it's exciting um Long training camp. Uh, I feel like we've been here for a long time, so everybody's
3: ready to go and excited to to kick the season off. It was an interesting camp. Uh, a lot of spots were sort of spoken for. A lot of continuity on the team too. Yep, we
1: just uh, we're a group that's
3: right there. It's ready to take the next step, and
1: um, have a lot of our guys back. Uh, and a lot of young guys pushing for spots.
3: You and I talked well before, if before each of the last two seasons but before the first season you were just like moving you just moved to Edmonton and you were getting to know everything mm-hmm. how does it feel now two years as not just an oiler but an Edmontonian
1: yeah no, that's great I love living here love being part of this team love the group of guys so uh, it's everything that uh, I imagined it would be and, and hoped it would be and, and more so just uh, really fortunate to be uh, an oiler and, and to, to be an
3: Edmontonian the expectations are, you know, fairly high. I, I know you guys probably don't read a lot of the preseason mm-hmm. prognostications or, or listen to shows like mine necessarily, mm-hmm. but uh, but still, I mean, you gotta you gotta embrace that, right? It's better than being on the other end of of the picks. Yeah, it's great. I mean, we're returning a lot of guys
1: that. Um you know, we lost to the the Stanley Cup champs in in the second round there, and it was a close series. So, um, it's to be expected when you're bringing that many guys back uh, in the position we were in last year. But um, everything kind of starts anew, and you gotta you gotta work to get back to the playoffs, and then work to go from there. So every day is is
3: an important day. Connor Brown is here. Some people have called him Zach Hyman Light. Is mm. that fair? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I don't think it's fair to him. I think he's uh, his own
1: player and. Um, a really good player and uh, I think he saw a little bit in the preseason but uh, I think you'll see more in the regular season And uh, he's just a, a worker bee he's got offensive abilities and is going to fit in uh, really
3: seamlessly with our team okay, I enjoy talking to you about some of your off the ice ventures as well. Uh, is it bubblegum kids is that what is that the, that's what it's called and what is this
1: yeah bubblegum kids uh, is company I started with my brother uh, Oliver he runs the the show i'm I'm here to support uh him and it started off uh, in the NFT world and, um, and now we have a, a bubblegum gum company um, as well and uh, it's exciting to see kind of the the growth uh, uh, from both sides
3: um, and yeah, I are really excited about it. Okay, so what's the catch? What's special about Bubblegum Kids that, as a product? Yeah, it's all based off of uh, kind
1: of childhood nostalgia and uh that feeling when you're a kid and uh, and you know you got. And I know when I was a kid and I had some little bubble gum. It was exciting. You pop it, you see who could blow the biggest bubble. And we're, we're interweaving stories into it and storytelling, and that's kind of the the basis of the company. Um, whether it's from the kind of the NFT side, where we've created comic books and an animated short and uh, lots of really fun things, or, or the bubble gum side, where we're kind of bringing our characters uh, into that world and 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 using them to tell stories about. Uh, kind of bubblegum land and, uh, and the bubblegum that's there and um i think in the future you'll see some uh lic- licensing uh things as well with with some familiar brands how do you have time to do all this and be a full-time
3: hockey player and dad
1: uh, i mentioned my brother ollie he's the one running the show so um I'm here for you know to support and uh, and to help how I how I can, but uh, it would not be possible without him um, pulling all the strings and and you know, really working on this. It's his full-time job, so uh, it's fun to support him.
3: All right, that is Zach Hyman, the winger for the Edmonton Oilers, and as he told you there, co-owner of uh, Bubblegum Kids with his uh, brother Ollie. That's pretty cool. Zach Hyman, he's such an interesting guy, well-spoken guy, as of course you know from uh, him being here the last couple of years, but his off-ice ventures are are quite interesting as well. So Hyman ready to go for the Oilers tomorrow in Vancouver. Kellen Kennedy is our studio producer this evening down the hallway here at 6.30 Chet. Uh, Kellen, hope you had a great Thanksgiving. How
0: are you doing? Yeah, doing good. Thanksgiving was awesome.
3: Now uh, we had two games going on on Friday. So you did the hockey game, right? And somebody yeah. else did the Elks game, which yeah. did not go uh, Edmonton's way. And we're going to have the Elks coming up this week. What What is your schedule this week? Are you working both Oilers games?
0: Uh, I'll be
2: here for the opener tomorrow night.
3: And, but you are not here Saturday. I take. No, I am not here Saturday. you Get the Saturday off. All right. Well, now is it true? If 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 you're not comfortable talking about this, you can say, "Read." I'm just going to back into the shadows. Oh
2: here. boy, here we go. But
3: is it true? That those of you who operate the games, who do the studio producing mm-hmm. for the Oilers and the Elks, that you keep your personal records.
2: Oh, yeah. Yep, we, we did because uh, we started this bit uh, with you. I think I don't know half a decade ago
0: or something. So, <laughs> so
3: uh, now, so last year the Oilers were good. So I, and you did most of the you you do more than you're you're the kind of the main guy for the sports stuff. So the Oilers right. have had a pretty good record. Uh, now the Elks this year. What are we now? Foreign. Four and 12, I believe, yeah. What is your personal record for Elks? Believe it or not, Reed, I am three and four. You're three and four. I am. So if only you'd done all the games. <laughs> it exactly. That might be closer that to that a, a playoff spot than having been eliminated.
0: That might be a recipe for success. I'm uh, not sure. It, if- it
3: might be you. At this point, there's they're searching for. They changed the offensive quarter. They changed the quarterback. But was there enough Kellen Kennedy? Apparently not. Okay. Uh, tell you what we're going to do. It is 7:19. This portion of Inside Sports has been presented by Cougar Paint and Collision. Our family helping your family for 40 years. We will have the Elks this week at 7:30. Morley Scott's going to hop on when we get back.
2: The Inside Sports Scoreboard
3: on 630CHED is brought to you by Cougar Paint & Collision. Our family helping your family for over 40 years and counting. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown & Associates, Alberta injury lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law leading Chicago four minutes into the second period. Oilers on this station tomorrow. Road game against the Canucks. We have a doubleheader on Chet on Saturday. Elks in the afternoon, Oilers in the evening. Morley Scott's the play-by-play voice for the Elks. And, of course, uh, Morley, also on your extensive resume. You were uh, once the uh, analyst for the Edmonton Oilers. What what years were you doing the Oilers broadcast again? Remind me of that. Uh, 92, 93 through 2008. So, So 16 years. So I know you did the 06 Cup run. Yep. But I I, I wonder like did you ever have a training camp in a preseason where where as we've been talking, like legitimately, like they're pretty darn good. Like, they should, like, certainly through most of the 90s and early 2000s, if a player would have said, well, I think we can win the Stanley Cup this year, you probably would have said, well, what, are you going to trade for Muriel Lemieux? Like, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, uh, you know, there was, the expectations have changed so much, right? I think 2004 changed what you could have for expectations for the Oilers and other Canadian teams and, and smaller market teams as well, and I think that's obviously been good for the league and been good for a lot of cities. But, yeah, no, there was, I mean, uh, in my day, we talked about, yeah, I think we're good enough to make the playoffs. I think we can squeak in there, and maybe we can do some damage. And, they, you know, 97, they beat Dallas in the first round. 98, they beat Colorado in the first round. And most of the other years, they lost to Dallas in the first round. And that was uh, that was pretty much it until 2006. So, um, yeah, no, I, I, I never had a team this good. Never had a team. Not a lot of guys have had uh, teams with the best two players in the world on it, right? So you'd uh, have to go back to the 80s for that with the Oilers.
3: Yeah, for sure. Okay. Well, the Elks are out.
2: Um, I was just thinking, Reed, uh listening to you and Kellen talk, maybe the whole downfall of this season is if only we had to put in Trey Ford and Kellen Kennedy a little earlier that's this the, year. I agree.
3: <laughs> that's that's uh, what we
2: needed. <laughs> uh, I mean, Kellen, uh, three and four, did he say? That's pretty good. Yeah, I'm hoping for four and four this weekend. It would be nice. That would be awesome to go out for, like that. I'm all for it, Kellen.
3: Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's uh, what's the vibe now at practice that they know these you know, the results of these games don't affect their playoff
2: yeah, standing. You know, your, your tape is your resume, right? And uh, everybody, you know, they're talking the right t- way right now and talking about how they still have to go out and perform, and they want to perform for the fans on Saturday and thank them for the year and for, for coming out week after week after week through some tough times. Chris Jones has broken down the last two games into an interesting uh, interesting frame. Uh, he's he's making it their playoffs in the Great Cup. I'll explain that, or he'll explain that, on the Ux this week coming up later.
3: Okay. Morley, have a great show. Appreciate it, buddy. Thanks, Reed. Good luck tomorrow night. All right, so yeah, tomorrow night, Oilers now at 5, face-off show at 6.30, game at 8, Oilers at the Canucks. Dave Campbell's the producer of Inside Sports, Kellen Kennedy, your studio producer. My name's Reed. Enjoy the Elks this week. Next.